0: Hi everybody. Uh, we're really glad to be with you today. I apologize for my voice. I just got a little bit of a cold and honestly spent the weekend laughing a little bit too much so I sound uh, like a smoker. I, I assure you I've not taken up smoking. Um, but if I'm over here hacking up a lung, I, I really do apologize. I promise germs can't come to, through the screen. Uh, <clears throat> we're going to talk a little bit today about uh, just some really simple parent what's term parenting hacks.
1: Or- Hacks, kind of maybe parenting shortcuts. Okay, sure. Yeah. Hacks, whatever.
0: Just like we're not going to get into like a massive philosophy of parenting. We might mention a few things related to big ideas, but
1: it's just things that we have found incredibly helpful. Yeah. Years when we work with parents. That are simple. Go free. home. Do them today. Yeah. And yeah, free. Yeah, free
0: ninety nine. Yeah. So uh, what kinds of things? You know, what might be a good place to start?
1: Well, I don't know about a good place to start, but I had a client last week, she's about to have, or she just had another baby, and she's really worried about time with her toddler. Um, And I just wanted to help her with her perspective shift, because she was just like, my toddler is just acting out and, you know, all the the things. And I kind of just looked at her and I said, imagine what it would be like if your child got a brand new parent overnight that they loved just as much as you. And she was like, oh. Oh yeah. I'm like it makes sense that this is really hard for them. You got to shower them with connection and love and you'll you'll get through it. But like thinking about it like that, her eyes got really wide. She was like that would kind of that would be painful, you know? And I'm like, yeah, it would. Um so she found it helpful so I wanted to add that one. Um and please don't blame the baby. I say that to parents all the time. Do not blame the baby if your child, your toddler, or your other child asked to do something. If the answer is no, because you're like feeding the baby or whatever, um, don't say that. Just say, focus on what you can do with your kid. Like, we're gonna go to the park after nap time, or whatever. Um, speak about what you can do, and not what you're not able to do because of the baby, because that will build resentment against the sibling, and you don't wanna do that.
0: Okay, yeah, that's a helpful um, idea. and. Um, that seems to intersect a little bit, um, you know, part, this is certainly something that we've noticed that part of what's so hard about the introduction of a new sibling is because, I mean, there is a, a real cost if, if you're, uh, let's say an oldest sibling or an older sibling is a real cost in terms of attention. Um, which, which is normal. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's normal. Just, you're not yeah. doing anything wrong. No, it's just. Is You know, it's like when, like my brother, when I was born, he was used to having both my parents, they're pretty much full and undivided attention all the time, which is great. Like that's not, my parents weren't doing anything wrong by doing that. Um, But also there was nothing wrong about me coming along and disrupting that, but it's, it's hard. And so uh, one of the things that I I think probably would be worth mentioning also is we've got to come up with a better name for this, but (laughs) We're borrowing this from Doctor Deutsch, who was in uh, Hawaii for a long time, a, a great Edlerian. Uh, you know, I think he was, was maybe a student of Rudolf Trikers, so, yeah. but he had this idea of individual special time.
1: It does sound corny, but parents do not forget it. Yeah, that's individual right. Yeah, special they're like, time. it's that
0: corny name. Yeah, and uh, I, I think sometimes parents overestimate the amount of time that a kid needs, and part of that is because. Uh, and this is me too, a lot of the time when I'm giving my kids my attention, really what I mean by giving them my attention is I'm giving them about between 40 and 60% of my attention. And kids are just very perceptive and they can tell. And the difference between them getting, I mean, if if I were to stack up 10 minutes of my complete 100 uh, 100% full and undivided attention, 10 minutes of that, with eight hours of 60% of my attention, children at the end of the day, they're going to prefer the 10 minutes of my complete and full, uh, complete, full and undivided attention. And so, uh, you know, as big of a struggle as, let's say, a new baby in the household is, I ask parents, could I win you over to the idea that uh, could you find 10 minutes a day, every single day, mind you, but could you find 10 minutes a day where you could give? Uh, this child, your complete, full, and undivided attention. Phone is not in the room. No screen. Baby is not in the room. There are no emails. There are no phone calls. There are no spouses. There are no other children to speak of in that 10 minutes, barring a catastrophic emergency. Like, and I don't mean somebody tripped and fell. I mean like the house is burning down. Emergency. <laughs> You know. well no I mean <laughs> it's because, true it's true because you know it's like oh sorry I, I have to interrupt our time because little Billy like tripped in the hall I, I'm sorry this is not an emergency like nobody's gonna die little Billy's gonna cry for a little while and he's gonna be okay he's gonna go right back to playing um, and somebody else can help an older sibling or a, a spouse a partner a co-parent whatever so
1: it often amazes parents that kids only need like 10 maybe 20 if they're older minutes of connection like undivided attention slash connection a day, and they are securely attached. That's it. It's a consistency. Um, it's like 10 minutes that you get to delight in your child. Let them pick what you do. It'll probably be the most boring thing ever um, at first, but
0: do it. Well, because- yeah, like the stipulations, right, are only this. Child gets to pick whatever as long as it is safe and free. Safe and free. You know, no, I'm not going to, you know, whatever. Uh <laughs> No, I'm not going to take you to the store and buy you a $200 bike. Like that's, <sighs> that's not the activity.
1: Although we will say like, if you sometimes go and get like, go on a walk and go get ice cream, just sure, that's yeah. fine. just that's not like every time, because that builds a different kind of relationship, which we can talk well, about yeah.
0: another it yeah. get, And it gets unsustainable for, for parents. So some of this is also making sure that it's sustainable for you. That's why we say, you know, 10 minutes and uh, yeah, it doesn't cost money and you know, these other things. Really, anybody can do that, and that is not to say that it is easy to do that. And I mean, we're both parents. Uh, I think we feel this way with our kids that like that. It's not always easy to do it, um, especially after but it work. Is, but it is doable. <laughs> like is doable. there is. Uh, barring really, really extreme circumstances, and I'm open to the idea that those are out there. Most every parent can find ten minutes a day, particularly for the young kids. You know,
1: and if you have to miss it, just be um, what's the word I'm looking for? Intentional about rescheduling it. That way, it's like, hey, this is really still important to me. Let's do it at X Y Z time. That's how great. do you f- feel about that? Yeah. Um, another thing I just thought of was. Um, Don't fall out of my head. Oh, uh, building a love story with the siblings. Like, you get to shape the narrative. Like, um, when, uh, you could say, like, I see your brother smiling at you or playing with your toys. He, he really loves you. You know, like, so, so, so it, so it starts to like, oh, he's, he's trying to copy me. It's not necessarily a bad thing. It's a, he's trying to be like me because he looks up to me and he loves me. Um, I found that to be really helpful too, to sort of like preemptively do that, um, I was gonna tell a funny story, but I'm not gonna
0: do that. <laughs> <laughs> we could save it. We'll yeah. save it. It's, a, it's about farts. That's so. the exclusive VIP only paid content that you can access. <laughs> about farts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what that's
1: what about. Um, what's the other thing we were gonna talk about? Um, connection before correction.
0: Okay. And, yeah. Can you explain that phrase yeah. a little bit?
1: And I, I think this is Betty Lou Bettner, maybe Amy Lou. I'm not sure, but I know it's positive parenting. It's not an original idea um but very generally just across the board whatever you do with your kid connect with them before you do anything else um that could be anything my my favorite phrase to use is i love you and also works really well with spouses i love you and will you please take out the trash it sounds a lot better yeah. than take out the trash Yeah. Um, But yeah. Well, no, there's,
0: I think it also, you know, we need to get a little bit curious about what it is exactly with our kids that helps them to connect. I'll give you an example. So, both my kids were, I'm really touchy feely with both my kids. So, like, I mean, we're always, they're always kind of climbing all over me or whatever. But my son, when he's upset or having a tough time, it bothers him to have me touching him. He doesn't like that. What he likes is for me to sit close and to look at him and listen, of course, you know. That that works for him. my daughter. She really needs to like feel my body. She needs to like feel the warmth of my body. She needs to feel some, you know, uh, some compression from my arms, and that that works for her. So, to let's say make make sure that we're curious about what it is exactly that is going to help our child to feel connected to us. And the only the only other thing I was going to mention here is that when we're talking about correction, it's not just about uh, stop doing that or. Uh, well, I need you to do X or whatever. And so we're not just talking about misbehavior. We're also just talking about those proper, like parental guidance kinds of things. So a good example would be, you know, my kids, maybe they, let's say they fall, scrape their knee. A very common thing. And I think well-intentioned thing for parents to do is for them to say their kid, oh, you're, you're okay. It's okay. You're okay. It's okay. It's okay. You're okay. And What's happening, right, is that what they're trying to say is, you know, like, it's a scraped knee. it It's going to be okay. And they're trying to reassure. And, I mean, that really, that's coming from a good place. Uh, in the heart of a child, what that does often is uh, they're freaking out. And so what's happening is I'm looking at my knee. It's covered in blood. And my dad's over here saying it's okay. He doesn't get it. Like, he actually doesn't understand what's going on with me and how bad this really is.
1: uh, And even at a broader level, then it's like they learn I can't trust what I feel. Yeah, yeah, which might
0: that might be a worse option. Yeah, I don't feel
1: okay, but Dad's telling me I'm okay and telling me to like get up. I don't understand.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, of course, the the alternative to this is not just to be you know to freak out you know for your child and be like oh my god you know and take him to the emergency room every time that there's a scraped knee. But here's a, a nice little trick that I developed with my kids. It seemed to work with my kids. Maybe it won't for yours, and that's okay, whatever, but I'll, I'll offer this. is Let's say that they've got a scraped knee. I'll go over. I will not freak out. I will not run over to them. I will walk over to them. I'll say, okay, let me let me take a look, and I take a look, and I take a good long look. I look at least three seconds more than I need to. And what that's similar to them is, oh, he's really curious. He really is checking it out. Uh, and then I look at them and I say, "Okay, I've got good news and I got bad news. <clears throat> would you like to hear? And by the way, this is also just a little trick embedded in here. If you've got some feedback for your child, it is an incredibly powerful thing just to ask for their permission to yes. give it they that gives them a sense of empowerment and agency and choice and responsibility, so on and so forth. So yes. uh, I've got good <clears throat> news and bad news. would you like to hear it And they say and often I mean they always say yes yeah. yeah. So uh, I'll say, uh, okay, the bad news is I I looked at your knee, and that looks like it really, really hurt. And probably it was also pretty scary to fall on the ground, and that's tough. Here's the good news. I looked at it. I think we can clean it up. Uh, and from everything that I see, in, a, in not very long, you're going to be okay. So, And what's great about this, right, is it is reassuring to them. It's giving them a sense of hope. It's framing it all within. uh, It's correcting their understanding of what's happening to them. But I've connected with them first, right? And they're like, oh, no, like he's in with my experience. He gets it. This really freaking hurts. And it was so scary to fall down. And dad sees it. Okay, and now he's telling me to be okay. Actually, I can trust that because that's congruent with what I've got going on inside of me. I can trust him so
1: another one just to kind of bounce off of that is um I guess I don't know I, I don't know if this is an original idea uh but when my daughter gets hurt uh or she's afraid let's go with when she's having like a tantrum she's like mad because um, I feel like we'll get a lot of questions about that um I don't rush to say like like to get her to calm down because first of all that's disrespectful <laughs> like like and has it ever worked when somebody said calm down Never, like ever, literally never. never, literally never. Um, so I connect with her first. I say, you seem really mad or you seem really fill in the blank. I just take a guess, which gives her consent to say like, no, I feel this. Because sometimes I say, it seems like you're feeling mad. She goes, no, I'm feeling so mad. I'm like, so mad. Okay. And then once I've I've hugged her, because she's also very, um, very physical touch, I will ask her, uh, would you like me to share some of my calm? And then I'll pretend to pull it out of my pocket. Um, and I say, would you like to eat it or would you like me to put it on your heart? And she alternates. Sometimes she wants to eat it and she pretends to eat it or I'll put my hand on her heart. Um, and then I'll, I'll I'll hug her. And that just like, you can feel their body, the tension just like leaving their body when you Mm. do that. Um, but that tends to work with, um, tantrums. Now my daughter's three, so probably not going to work with a 17 year old, but maybe let me know.
0: Um, you know, I'm, I'm aware that we've talked a lot about uh, particularly y- young kids yeah. today. And so I'm imagining we probably need to do like a Parenting Acts Part 2, Part Yay. 3, Part whatever. That's for true. But um, yeah, but so good that we at least got a few things out there uh, that we hope will be helpful to parents who I know can get kind of discouraged and not know what to do. And you know what, as always, we don't claim to be like claim to have some monopoly on good ideas or things like this. I mean, not me, maybe you do, but I don't. But I no. um, and so look, it's like, if these are new ideas, give them a try. Uh, if they're helpful, great. If not, that also is fine. And uh, there are a bunch more ideas out there that, that you can entertain. These are just a few that we have to offer.
1: Should I do the one about mistakes or share? or? save that one
0: I think part two't uh, let's leave right. them hanging right. a little bit don't um, you
1: I will say about young kids zipper jammies biggest hack zipper jammies zipper jammies zipper zipper PJs oh, is if, you, like if you're a, a parent you know what you know what I'm talking about
0: this segment is sponsored by <laughs> Carters <laughs> I don't know where this is I mean, and I like zipper jammies. I have no, is this like a, this is a thing They are just,
1: yeah, or they zip all the way up. That way you can Mm. just get them out of that diaper as fast as possible. Okay.
0: Well, see, there you go.
1: Zipper
0: jammies. Uh, We'll see if we can get pampers for the next one. Yeah. Yeah. Don't if, you think?
1: If you want to sponsor,
0: we are open to sponsorship yeah. opportunities. So uh, we've got We'll put a, a contact form in our in our bio, that's it, or in our in in the description.
1: Yeah, I meant to say this in the beginning because I don't want people that aren't parents necessarily to not find anything useful here. Because parent parent is more of a verb, I would say, and everybody can do it. It, it really does this is corny, but it does take a village. <coughs> it takes a village and friends can do this I would do this stuff with your kids you know you do it with mine um I don't know I think it's it's helpful all around so I didn't want to leave anybody
0: out yeah these are <laughs> certainly good principles for everybody so okay we talked long stay enough. tuned for part two thank you <laughs>